Welcome to the I Am Talk Epicamp Interviews, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to uh, the I Am Talk Epicamp Interviews Day 5. Day five. Are you sure? I'm yep. pretty sure day, it's five. Day seven of the camp. Yep. It's One day to go. One day to go. And so it's, uh, well, before we get into it, sponsors are? Blue 70. We always think about this, don't we? It shouldn't, 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 doesn't take too much thought, Blue 70. The boys and girls were loving the Blue 70 wetsuits today, weren't they, in the we, cold water? We, it wasn't that, that's the thing. Scott, it was actually Scott beautiful, was wasn't it? building it up to be this bloody Arctic Did you put swim. a cap on in the end? I did, but I was getting too hot. <laughs> I had the cap. Um, the booties. The booties. You even brought a glove, I noticed. I had one glove. Michael Jackson style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't pull out, but then we got in the water and that would have been easy, sort of. Seven, oh, why didn't even have a cap on? It was beautiful. Yeah, so nice fresh water swim in our Blue 70 gear. Uh, who else? Fuel belt. Fuel belt. Great for long runs and high five. High five. I had lots of lots of that today. It's been so bloody hot. Yeah. And coffees of Hawaii. Coffees of Hawaii.com. And I think it's going down quite well on the camp, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. Loving and the coffees. Finally, a few oomph sports gear was out there. Oomph today. Nice. Yeah, pretty heavy oomph actually. Yeah. We've got a green outfit. I'm loving oh, the green. That's nice. Yeah, it's and, a bit different. Uh, day. Go to com if you want to check out their range. So it's been a day. What is it? Day six on Epic Camp today. One of one of day the big seven. days. Day seven. One of the big days on the camp. It's uh, started off in the morning. Mm-hmm. You want to you talk us through it, John? You sim lead out to the front and popped. <laughs> yep, I led out. I did about twenty revolutions of my bike, and I knew I was in a bit of bother, but I thought I'd try to push on. And my knee packed in, and I biked. I thought I'd bike for try to bike for an hour, but at sixteen k in, it was getting worse and worse and worse. And uh, you gutted it. Like, how was it like? Yeah, I was pretty gutted, but I mean, I, I don't don't feel like I piked. Like, if I felt I piked, yeah. and I thought I should have really done that. I'd feel really bad, but yeah. um, I knew that I couldn't ride. Yeah, I could, damage. Yeah, if yeah. I stood up, my whole leg just collapsed. Um, so I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do it. So I didn't didn't feel that bad. Disappointed I couldn't finish the camp, but um, yeah, it's just a bit weird that I can run. Uh, obviously, I can swim no problem. Uh, it's just biking. So hopefully, I've had a little massage, take a bit of ibuprofen, and uh, and just do some stretching and icing. Hopefully, it might be right for tomorrow. Great. We are uh, we're headed to this place called Say Arnold and Arnold. It's an Arnold, yeah, Nelson Lakes, and uh, it was a bloody hard ride. We rode for about ninety k's from Nelson to St. Arnold, and it's basically uphill mm. the whole way, really, eh? And yeah. some pretty decent climbs in there. And we tended to have a bit of a wind going towards it's the place. A, I was sitting in the van, and that was looked like a pretty juicy wind. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it was just like miserable way. Ninety k's. How long it take us? About three ten. Yeah, yeah, and, we, and, we and were, I think it was more like maybe eighty. The 85k and yeah, it took you 310. Yeah, and we weren't, we weren't taking it easy either. We yeah. were working hard. So uh, it was a pretty tough ride. And then we arrived at the lake and uh, we went for a swim in the lake and it was, it was yeah. stunning, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Probably about 1,500 metres. Fantastic place. So, like, the only issue and the reason why it probably hasn't really taken off is there is a lot of sand flies. But yeah. um, other than that, it was just spectacular. But it wasn't over the top sand flies. No, I don't think it was it either. You know, it wasn't like, I'm a god. No, no, yeah. I'm a god. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. So we had a nice little swim there, then we did a nice little Beautiful swim. Like one of the beautiful things about when you can swim in lakes is that you breathe and you look on one side and it's a beautiful mountain, and you breathe and you look on the other side and it's another beautiful mountain and it was just stunning, eh? So you were practicing your hypoxic breathing. I was too actually, and I was on Duncan's I'm not, not Duncan's, Douglas's toes the whole time. Did he dragged get, me around. Did you sl- did you keep tapping his toes No, no, because I always think that if you're gonna sit on someone's toes, don't annoy them. Yeah, good. Because thinking. if you annoy them, then they want to get rid of you. Exactly. Or they try to kick you. Yeah. And so I didn't want to even I heard there was a bit of that going on out. 
the old madman said he got a bit of madness going. And, oh, uh, did he? People were t- tapping his toes, so he did a big surge and just dropped them. Yeah, see? So Good good etiquette, Bevan. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a triathlete. And then we uh, then we had just a nice 50-minute trail run around Yeah, there was going to be a 10K predictor time running race, but what's happening is people will fall into bits, like the guy next to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I may have fallen down the points ladder, so we thought that's not such a bad idea. No, we, um, given, given we had a hard run yesterday and we've actually got a race tomorrow, common sense prevailed and we thought to, to really smoke a run through here may not be the best idea so we just sort of have a nice steady run and it didn't seem to be any complaints no so, uh, it seemed to yeah. be the worst thing to do and then uh, we got back on our bikes and we came back from St Arnold back to well we're staying in Stoke which is just before Nelson and it was the best ride of the Epic Camp it was just it, you, when you, you guys know what it's like when you're training you always get the headwind you always seem to be going uphill you know training can be a battle and occasionally you get that one day where you seem to be going downhill and you've got a strong back wind and we were there was about six of us in my group and we were just absolutely smacking the crap yeah. out of it it was just a buzz you were just flying I think it took us about 220 to get back oh even less I reckon yeah yeah, yeah. We, we were flying yeah, no, man I, I think it was closer to two hours because uh, I thought we left at 20 past two and you guys got in just before 4.30 so and we, and we cruised the last 15 yeah we just set up so yeah. oh, we were flying it was unbelievable I've heard reports about 80, 80 Pete was saying 86k an hour on downhill on a zero bars yeah so you had a you might be. You wouldn't want but to be washing your shorts. Even we're on the kind of like the false down flat. Yeah. We were going on sixty something. Nice. You know, it was just and people were attacking. It was you're just sitting in it and it was it's pretty hot here today. It's a beautiful day today actually. And uh, John and I are doing a show outside, aren't we? And just before we go on, um, do we catch, did you catch the cricket last night, Bevan? Oh, what happened to cricket, John? Oh, those Aussies. <laughs> what happened to Australia? Man, man of the match, Michael Clark. What's all that about? You lose and you name your man, man of the match. It's a disgrace. They did that in the league as well. Yeah. But anyway, back to back to the epic camp. Yeah. The Aussies are denying they even play cricket at the moment on the camp, so we're loving that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so today, today's people are tired again. You yeah. know, it's definitely, I think... Luckily, we had that back wind. If we didn't have that back wind coming home, if the wind had changed and we'd had a headwind, there would have been a few broken people. <laughs> that's what it's all about. The last couple of days, you've got to push through. We had one uh, camper who wanted to join me in the van on the way back, and I said, are you injured? And he said, no, I'm just absolutely rooted. I said, well, you're not getting in the van then? <laughs> and he said he rode on anger the whole way back because he was so pissed off at me. So uh, that, that's the kind of thing you need. You know, when, you, when you're really tired and you push through, that's what, what brings the best out of you on this camp. So yeah. uh, I was really pleased. Uh, I mean, your, your nickname might be Hard Man John. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> but as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, who are we going to interview today? Uh, well, I haven't actually organised it yet, so I'm going to take this on pretty much now. So uh, we'll get some interviews and we'll get them up to you right now. Here they go. All right, guys, so next to me I've got our Douglas Scott, and you may remember him from our interviews from last year. Apparently he was our favourite interviewer. He, everyone loved it. <laughs> Douglas never wants to do the interview, and last year I had to drag him out, and John's just dragged him in here, and we've managed to get him in. And uh, how are you feeling, Douglas? I'm very tired. Very tired? Yep. Now, now Douglas last year came to the Epic Camp, was the first one, and then went to France after that. And you came back from Epic Camp, and you had an amazing race in New Zealand. Tell us about your race. Oh, uh, well, I didn't do much after Epic Camp because I had a lot of... Um, personal uh, problems and a lot of work yep. and uh, so I just really did one long run one long ride and, and a couple of runs and, and I was busy doing other things and wasn't sure whether I'd race and went down and had a very good race and So it was a PB? Yep By much? Yeah, by 45 minutes or so Wow And the thing is with Douglas is he's not like one of these because sometimes you get people who get a great PB but it's their second race and so you're like, you've been doing Ironman for years, haven't you? Wow, since 92 Yeah, and you, so you, you know, like to get that big much of a PB So did you put that down to Epic Camp? 
Well, it must have been because there was no other reason. I mean, I've been trying different strategies. Obviously, yeah. I've got to work quite a bit, so yeah. uh, it's got to uh, fit around work. So, I, yeah, I think so. And and <coughs> certainly like this uh, last week, you push yourself harder than you would ever push yourself. And not just the volume because, you know, anyone can do volume, but the intensity. Yeah. Um, because if you put competitions on things like yeah. King of the Mountain and, and racing and, and racing and there's people that are trying to you know trying to take you on then you push yourself a lot harder and also some of the groups were like the riding has been the pace has been well particularly fast this yep. last week well see it was interesting you've done three uh, you did France last year and obviously New Zealand last year and you've been saying that you find this camp's the hardest by far so why is it? Well, I think the course was very hard. We did a lot of big miles early on, and uh, and also um, there are a lot of good, strong cyclists, and so the uh, pace has been up all the time. Yeah, and, and they're killing you. Although well, you're riding strong, like today, you know, you, you are riding strong, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I'm riding strong, but uh, yeah, I have my moments. It's been it's been difficult. Riding behind you was perhaps the worst moment. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Ironman New Zealand coming up in a couple of weeks so obviously last year you are kind of forced into not doing so much training afterwards yeah. do you think you're going to take the same attitude this time? Yes I think I'll do a long I'll have a week off and do a long ride and just work on my running yeah. and uh, probably not do uh, I went down to Taupo last year about two weeks out and did a um, half distance of so one lap of the bike course and I was pretty slow. Yeah. You know, two weeks out, I was really slow, and I was quite disappointed. So I think that's how important tapering is for, yeah. before a race, and people tend to underestimate the importance of rest and tapering. Yeah, do you think that if you hadn't been busy with life commitment and work commitment last year, you would have got back into training straight away before you did tapering? Probably, oh, I most certainly would have done more. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's one thing that you, you hear a lot of people go on from Epic Camp and you'll see them and they might not necessarily have a good Ironman after Epic Camp. And you, the thing you always hear from them is them saying, oh, I, I knew I shouldn't have done so much, but I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's it. So I think that's really important, is that rest for, for you know, the four weeks before Ironman is really important. I mean, you can do some long stuff, but it needs to be less intense. I think most people go into the race far too overtrained and far too tired. Yeah. Did, um, so what, is, what have been some of the highlights of the camp for you? Beating Melina must have been a bit of a <laughs> Well, yeah, that was sort of like a, a low, <laughs> tell, low tell, light. Tell the, whole story, light. tell the whole story, tell the whole story. When we left Collingwood and, and John put on that big surge, that was yep. fast and there were a few people dropped off the back and I wasn't feeling great, but I then we um, we got to the start of it. Tucker. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll just, you know, just push fairly hard but not, you know, kill myself. And uh, John and, and Scott, they were gone. I didn't see them. And I just saw Marilyn, and I was kept trying to close on her the whole way, and she just she, she could see me because of the switchbacks. And, and I'd just think, oh, I'm 100 metres away. And then she'd see me, and she'd just pull a little bit, yeah. and I'd pull a little bit, and I just couldn't get her. Yeah. And then I looked behind me, just that last bit to the top, I could see that it was about... 300 metres and I looked behind me and there wasn't anybody way back yeah. so I thought well there's no point busting a gut you know because we've got this um, aquathon yeah. so I thought oh, I'll, just, I'll just cruise up here and I, where's the support you know no one tells me that Scott's like on fire from the bottom there sneaking up and he was hiding in the sh- shadows 
and he rolled me and I just I just saw him and then the finish was three metres ahead and I powered up. Well, there's no way I could get it. And he he, he beat me by a fraction. Of <laughs> you look pretty happy too. I know he did. It's really so, so then the equathon came I was along. Gutted. <laughs> yeah. So so then the equathon came along and Yeah, the Equathon came along and I didn't have as good a swim as you. I couldn't find any decent feet. <laughs> See, the thing is, when I go to last year, because I hadn't done much swimming, I wasn't as strong as what I normally am as a swimmer, and Douglas seemed to be a good place for me to base myself on. So every swim last year, I just sat on Duncan, oh, Douglas's feet for everything. And so my strategy this year has been to do that, but he's deliberately tried to lose me. And so going into the swim, I managed to stay on Tara's feet, and I was gunning it to stay on her feet, but I definitely had a good swim because of yeah. it. You were well ahead of me out of the, out of the swim. And so I had a sort of okay swim. Yeah. And then, um, and then I thought I'd, I'd, my run would be really bad. But you know when you're feeling quite strong. Yeah. And it was hot, wasn't it? Hot. Yeah, it was, oh, hot. it was hilly. But yeah, it was quite a tough run, wasn't it? I yeah, I had Pete and Russell behind me, so I was more interested in them not catching me because yeah. they weren't that far behind. They're just like a few hundred meters behind. And so I was putting the burners on the flat to try and drop them, and I was staggering a bit up the hills. But then. Um, Daniel, one of the support, yeah. Daniel McDonald, he, he, he said, oh, I'll give you the splits on Molina. And I thought, oh, I don't think I'll be able to catch him. But he said it was 29 seconds or yeah. so. So yeah. I thought, oh, I'll give it a good push. And then there was that hill. And I, and I just, so I, instead I ran really quietly, you know, like so I wasn't <laughs> slapping my feet so that he wouldn't gauge that I was that close. Yeah, yeah. And I just got up and caught him at the top of the hill. Oh, so you got him at the hill. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then I sprinted down the back there. And he was like, Okay, that's it. It's game over. But then you know, with Scott, it's yeah. never over till yeah. it's over. And and, I th- and then he put a burn on at yeah. the bottom. But I had I had to tack again. Yeah. And uh, I got him by I don't know, ten seconds. Yeah, it wasn't here. You kind of came in, then he came in. Yeah. So that was payback. But the smiles were reversed. Yeah. You were looking, you were looking pretty happy with that. <laughs> and the other highlight, <clears throat> I think, was. That really dreary day when we left Christchurch was quite cool. Yeah. And then we stopped for um, about 60k into the ride and we stopped for um, just some refreshments. And I managed to, and then there was a the King of the Mountains, right? Yeah. I had quite a good race there, managed to almost get John and almost get Scott, <laughs> but I went a bit too early. And then I got on Marilyn's wheel and she was just behind Chris. And, um, they were just a re- they were really, really gunning, gunning it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I mean, Chris was hanging back a little bit, but for me it was gunning yeah, it. And yeah. I just stuck on their wheel for the next 60Ks to lunch. Yeah. But then I was stuffed. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was good. That was the highlight because it was really steady and there was, there was just Stephen behind me and that was it. So who would you recommend doing Epic Camp 2? Well, I think that you need to be um, very strong... Uh, cyclist and and a pretty good runner, but you need to be somebody that doesn't give up easily. Yeah, and you need to be able to recover. So you need to be somebody that's had a few years of good training. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the thing about Epic Camp is that if you go in expecting people are going to slow down because you're having an off day, yeah, that's just not going to happen. The support is fantastic. The yeah. idea is that when when it's game over, you jump in the van. Yeah, but people aren't. If they spot a weakness, they're just going to keep going harder. Yeah. And so, and then you'll just give up and you have to go in the van. And you could, it's all, it's all go for the next day. Um, and that's fine. But um, I think that if you think that people are going to say, oh, so-and-so's just, 
you know, not feeling so good. Just we'll just wait and let them catch up. That's not going to happen. No, no, no. There's this game on. Hey? Yeah, yeah. So you need to be pretty um, seasoned, I think. Yeah, to so, um, strong, th- especially the older athlete. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, how old are you? I'm not telling. <laughs> Twenty-five. Twenty-five, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say mature. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're saying that there wouldn't be many guys your age who would be actually able to do it, would you? Not a not a lot. No. Because they'd get they'd get tired and yeah. they'd get fed up. And do you find you get tired? Yeah, I get really tired. But I, it's as a, you seem to recover very quickly. Yeah. Because um, there's good food and good rest. Um, but it's a, the whole week's go go go, isn't it? I yeah. mean, you, even there's not much time to relax after you've had dinner. You know, you might have an hour or two, but then you've got to get stuff ready for tomorrow. And you want to get to bed early. Yeah, yeah. and then in the morning it's like full on, and yep. everything needs to be ready the night before. So it's pretty busy. Yep. But uh, so it's not much time to think about anything else. Do um just lastly, they're going to do um the length of New Zealand next year. Well, there's definitely talk of. It. I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet. Yeah. Are you interested in doing that? Well, it would certainly be the only time I'd ever do it. Yeah. Um, it would be pretty tough. Um, Fifteen days. But they'd probably back off a lot of the running and swimming events. Yeah, so. there'd be some cycle days only. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have to be. so, so um, probably wouldn't be too tough. Yeah. I mean, that ride from uh, Kaikoura to Nelson, that was yeah. pretty tough. Well, I missed the tough bit. Yeah. It was <laughs> Which a lot it of reminded me a lot. And the sea breezes were quite strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that kind of softened everyone up for the, for the rest of it. And just lastly, Mad Men's 10? You impressed with that? Yeah, that was um, pretty good. I've been lending him some, some. Well, I've been squirting it into his hands. <laughs> so let's see how Madman goes. He's pretty strong. He's a madman, all right. Hey, well, thanks for coming on the show. I'm glad you came on. It was, it was a mission to get you here, but I'm sure everyone's loved it. We'll probably get a million emails saying how great you were. So thanks for that, Douglas. Okay. See ya. Cheers. All right, next to you here, I have uh, Joanna Carrot, or just Joe. Just Joe. Just Joe. I didn't actually know it was Joe in it, but that's my partner's name, by the way, Joe. So, uh... <laughs> Don't get confused, Yeah, eh? no, no, no. <laughs> you, no, no. So anyway, uh, this is your second epic camp, and you, you like your partner, Steve the Madman Lord. You seem to be an epic trainer. How are you finding this camp? Uh, this is a good camp. It's not as uh, hardcore as the Italy camp oh, so, for me. So why? Uh, well, I sort of stuffed myself up, injured my leg early in the camp. Oh, so you were kind of forced Yeah, to be, I had of... a day off. And then an easy day, so yeah. Um, yeah, I've only just managed to get back in the swing of things the last couple of days. So how did you find that mentally? Because I know you know you and Steve both like that. You just like to really just train a lot, big hours, long times. Yeah. You know, and lots. this is a great chance to just go for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. You but how did you find else? it when you got injured? Were you mentally oh, struggling it was with it? Frustrating. Yeah, because yeah. you sort of feel that you're out of the running, and yeah. it was the day that um, you know we were doing this massive ride, yeah. this 250k ride up to. Nelson, yeah, and I really felt, you know, that's that's going to be one of the days of the camp that everyone's talking yeah, about, and I yeah. couldn't pedal my bike. What, you know? what happened? I don't know. I just pulled the muscle VMO in my knee, and yeah. it was, uh, you know, I was just a bit worried it was going to injure my knee. Yeah, and with Taupo on the horizon, yeah, it just didn't seem sensible to stress it. So, so Joe, Joe, when you wake up in the morning, you know, like for me, I, like this time when I'm doing epic camp, it's very much just about trying to get the minimums out and being happy with that and race well when the races are on. You're obviously thinking, how can I get <clears throat> as much done in this, this 12 hours I'm allowed to train? Sure. So when you wake up, what do you think to yourself to, to utilise that? Oh, you just think, how can I yeah, most effectively use this 12-hour window? Because yeah. for me, the races are fun, you know, and I put, my, you know, put everything in it I can, but I yeah. know that with fast fellas on the camp, yeah. you know, I'm never really going to 
feature yeah. in these races. I'm yeah. not going to score well. So, yeah, the, it's just an opportunity to really see how far I can push myself and see how wasted I can be yeah. by the end of it. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, I'm doing all right so far. Not as bad as Italy, really, um, but. Yeah. So what happened early? What you mean? You I just sort of really got to the point of fatigue where oh, really? you know I hadn't been there before. You know. Oh, okay. And it's pretty funny. It's kind of. Funny. So what did you learn about yourself at that point? Wait. Well, what I learned was actually you can recover from it. It takes a while. Yeah. But if you're good, you can recover. And I had a great race. Yeah, because um, you were to Germany a couple of weeks yeah, later. Yeah. Only, only sort of three, it was only three weeks later. Yeah. And, and I was really worried after the camp. I was like, oh, that was great fun, but what have I done to myself? Yeah. You know, I can't. I can't do anything. I can't even bother to walk up the stairs. Yeah. You know? Um. But it all came good. Really? Yeah. So, because, you know, from the outside, you can almost think, well, maybe she's overdoing it and that she could be detrimental to a taupo, but you don't, you're not afraid of that, or...? I'm not afraid of it, no. Yeah. It might happen. It might be the case. Yeah. Um, like I said, previous experience was that it, that it worked out yeah. for me. Wait, um, so after you did Italy, did you have some downtime? Yeah. You yeah. did? So that's the key, you think? Yeah, well, I had I'd sort of entered a race. I was going to do a Dan Buster back in the UK. It's an Olympic distance yeah. race the following weekend. That's really tough, the Dan Buster too, isn't it? Yeah, well, any Olympic distance race is pretty tough. Because, you know, you go hard, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I was going to do that. And then, you know, as the week went on in Italy, I was like, well, I probably won't do the run on Dan Buster because yeah. I need to save my legs. In the end, I was still fatigued right up until the weekend and yeah. didn't go to the race. And I th- then I had an easy week just easing back into training yeah. after that. And then I tapered for Germany. So, oh, really? Yeah, it was, it was literally nothing between the end of Epic and Germany. So what are you thinking of doing for Tepo then? Well, there's a little longer, so I'll be back in Christchurch for a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, take it easy for a week, explore, you know, do yeah, a few touristy yeah, things, because, yeah. you know, we're, me and Steve are on holidays, yeah, really. Yeah, you know? true, yeah. And there's loads of nice cafes there. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's good coffee in New Zealand. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's really nice. But, um, no, to try and get into the mindset for, you know, race on the horizon and... <laughs> Eat healthy, recover well, and then yeah, do some, some nice rides, some gentle rides. You're, you're a real interesting aspect uh, point as as in your kind of athletic career at the moment. You know, you're you're doing what time you're doing a nine man at the moment? Yeah, well, it sort of varies. It's hovering around ten hours. Okay, so ten yeah. hours. So for a female, that could generally probably get you in most races a top ten place. Yeah, yeah. But you're choosing to stay uh, as an amateur at this stage. As an age group at this stage, because you want to, well, I'm not really sure why. Why are you choosing to do that? Uh, well, because this this opportunity to to, to train full time yeah. kind of came by a bit of surprise at Christmas when I was made redundant. Okay. By which point I'd actually already qualified for um, Kona. Kona. Yep. As nine, an age group, yeah. yeah. As an age group in Wisconsin, yep. so um, and I, you know, I want to get a Kona. Yeah. And I don't want to do well as an age group. Yeah. I want to win, you know, I want to win my age group. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of all planned before I was made redundant. So you're really so, just continuing so on? I'll just continue, see how it goes, you know. See. But have you thought about it? You know, like, has it crossed your mind to race as a pro? Because, you know, like, Taupo 10 hours is probably going to get you maybe six, maybe top. Yeah, like I'm that. hoping it'll get me, yeah, well in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like, it's kind of money you're turning down then, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, you know, it's not enough money to live on, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not 100,000. You know what I mean? So, I, mean, I think, I think the, way, I the way to do it is... Um, <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. It's $200. Two <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, so the goal would to be get on the podium in Kona. Yeah, and, and by, by doing that, hopefully I'll sort of establish myself, um, get a bit of a, and then maybe a re- reputation, maybe some sponsors will want to yeah. kind of... Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe up. some sponsors yeah. will, uh, <laughs> will kind of step up and, yeah. and help me out financially because th- there's a big thing 
about changing from somebody who's got a job yeah. and does triathlon to yeah. someone that does triathlon as a job is mm. income. Yeah. Right? Uh, um, have you looked at the times you need to do in Kona to get on the podium? As an age group? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What, what, what times yeah. are they looking at? Yeah, between 10 hours and... Well, 10.15 would be a good one. I think the, th- the top um, slots are being one in just about 10 hours. Okay, so if you can put off a 10 hour, you're, close, you're pretty good chance yeah, of winning the edge. Yeah, Kona's a bit of a tough course. Yeah, it's it tends to be slower, well. right? Yeah. Um, I did 10.20 something there in 07, got yeah. fifth. So oh. I kind of got on the just on the edge of the yeah. podium, you yeah. know. But I think the times are getting faster. And, yeah. Uh, you know, looking at last year, I wasn't out there last year, but the, the sort of I wouldn't have been on the podium with that time last year. Would you like to be a pro? I reckon, yeah. yeah. But I just want to be a good one. I don't want to be, a sh- you know, yeah, I don't want to be one of these up. pros that I beat in a race. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, totally. You actually want to be. Consistent. You know, I want to be someone that um, where someone that's worthwhile. So when you woke up the other morning and you, and you decided to do a two and a half hour run before we went out, like no, I didn't even realise you'd done this. You'd done a two and a half hour run. When you got up. When you're doing that training, are you, are you thinking about intensity or are you thinking about just ticking over or are you thinking about, you know, what, what's the objective when you do that stuff? When you do that, well, that sort of thing is just like, that's volume. Okay. It's not intense. That was a slow run in, in, in the two, it was only two hours. Yep. In the two hours, I think I only ran about 13 miles, yep. you know. Yep. But it was like out, iPod on, yep. Pod sunrise, yep. you know, it was awesome. Just head out the head torch on yep. along the road, saw the sun come up over the estuary. Yeah. It was, you know, it's my my opportunity to, to be there see that do that yeah. do you know what I mean and yeah. then come back and um, you know get some nice breakfast that someone else has cooked for me do you, would, you, would you recommend it kept to others I would yeah. yeah I think you've got to have the right you've got to approach it with the right attitude I think you get you get a lot out of it if you just think this is going to be full on yeah and I'm not going to be afraid of it yeah because um, you seem to be very tough don't, don't you, you know, like mentally you're pretty strong yeah it's just like just now I sort of cranked it to get in my hundred and 80k yeah. just to give me time for a 50 minute run you yeah know? and I was literally sort of the sort of flying transition to yeah. get out the door and that's fun that's you know that's a challenge and who cares you know nobody would care or, you know it wouldn't make a difference to my training anyway yeah. Yeah. if I didn't do that 50 yeah. minute run but you know it's kind of you just love the challenge, of the challenge yeah, yeah. yeah wow and w- so next year we're thinking about doing the length of New Zealand would you want to do that yeah you do yeah because it's yeah. animal way I mean, I can't imagine that. How many days would that be? That'd be like fifteen. Fifteen days, yeah. Yeah. It'd be, uh, it'd be something different. It'd have to, yeah. I think I'd have to approach that slightly different. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? you? Know, yeah. I don't think I could survive that, this sort of <coughs> madness for continuous long days. Eh? Yeah. Be, you have to be careful it's, of injuries too, then, eh? Yeah, it's a lot. It would be riding orientated as well. Cause cause my weakness is the riding. I really, you've seen it on the road. I'd sort of struggle to stay in the pack. Yeah. So if it's just like that day in, day in, day in, mm. you know, I'm working hard to stick in the pack when the pack's going steady. Yeah. And then when the pack speeds up, yeah. Game over. Yeah, I'm at the back, yeah. How's the body feeling? Yeah, you know, the legs are ready for massage now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, stick some ice on this knee. <coughs> Yeah. But it, pretty but good, it, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. It's, it's, it is amazing, like when you when you do these things and you get to the end of it, and you think, "Wow, look what I've just done!" Eh? You yeah. know, like that. It's it's kind of crazy, yeah. Yeah, and you look in your training diary, and there's this big sort of bump yeah. in the middle where you know you track your hours. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what is that massive bump back yeah. in um, January? Oh yeah, Great. Or February. Okay. Hey, well, thanks for coming on the show. It's uh, we just we watch it and we just think, man, you're you're a crazy, crazy woman, but you know <laughs> you've got a great attitude and great fun, and uh, keep it up, man. Like I. I Respect what you're doing, it's great work. Uh, and good luck in New Zealand. Nice one, thank Bring you. Bring it on. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Cheers.
<laughs> okay, guys, right next to me I've got Russell Cox. Uh, you're from the UK, aren't you? Yep. But you've been in Australia first and then went to Wellington with my mate Adam. Yep. Yeah, and uh, so how long have you been away from home for? Uh, it's about five, maybe six months now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and is this like a holiday or...? Uh, no, it's kind of... Basically, I'm training full-time at the moment. Oh, great. It's uh, just to see how good I can get when I'm doing that. And uh, I don't know if I could. I'd, I'd give a go at Racing Pro, but I'll yep. see. See after this year, basically. Yep. Yep. Where are you at now as, as an athlete? Uh, I'm doing pretty well in my age group. I mean, uh, I'm in Western Australia. I did 920. Yep. I mean, it's a fast course, but that was kind of top 50 and yep. 7th in my age group. Yep. Um, so I'm doing Ironman Australia in... About two months' time. April, wasn't it? Yeah. And I'll see how I'm going then. Yeah. Should be good. How are you finding this? So what were you doing before you did this? Uh, I was in IT. I used to make websites. Oh, really? Okay. So, um, so first of all, what made you decide to do this? And then how's it been the transition from being like a worker to going into doing this? Um, it's kind of, it was a progressive thing. I, I kind of got more and more into it. Uh, and then I had, I basically had the money available to take a year out. Yeah. And, uh, it was more interesting than doing yeah. a real job, an office job. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I decided I'd go for it, um, and uh, handed him a notice quite early. I gave him about five months' notice, yeah. I think. Um, and then when I left, it was kind of, it was weird at first. It takes a bit. You're getting yeah. used to not going into an office and not having a regular schedule, and you've got to kind of dictate your own schedule. Yeah. But But I kind of got into it now and. Can I ask about the social side of it? Because you know, a lot of people with their, their work is their social life. And yeah. You go from being in an environment. I don't know how social your work was at the time, but to be maybe where that was your social environment. To be, you know, this life can be quite a lonely life if you're doing it during the day yeah. when everyone else is at work. How'd you find that transition? That can be. That's that's actually quite an interesting one at times. The, the, the difficulty is wherever you go, ninety nine percent of the people who, who who are into a sport are working. working. Yeah. And, and so yeah. Um, you either train first thing in the morning with them, yeah. end of the day with them, and then you've got the whole middle of the day yeah, where, yeah. Uh, where you generally don't have tons of people to train with. No. Um, I've had, you know, I've trained with a few mates on the Gold Coast where I'm, where I'm staying in Oz, and uh, a few people back home. Um, sometimes hook up with clubs and that. Yeah. Depends where you are, but you do kind of end up, middle of the day, you can be kind of yeah, on your own, yeah. and uh, you, you kind of go to the pool on your own, or you do your long ride. Yeah. I find one of the things is most people who work aren't going to be doing a long ride in the middle of the week no, anyway. No, 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 So no. I, I go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out an eight-hour ride. Most of them not really interested. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so how, how are you finding the lifestyle then? I love it. You, you really <laughs> it's, do? It's, it's, yeah, it's great fun. Um, it's much better than going to an office, doing real work or yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, it's, it's kind of weird in, in you know, you, you tend to get up fairly early to train and then you kind of go in and out in the day, do yeah. different things, yeah. you kind of potter about and do other stuff. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. Somehow, despite you know, I, I, I train maybe thirty hours a week, yeah, um, and that's spread over seven days. And somehow, my days are pretty full in the end. Anyway, I'm not yeah. sure where time goes yeah. at some of the time. Um, do, you, do you think if you do go back to working, you're going to find that really hard? Could be. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm certainly looking now at how long I can postpone doing yeah. that. At some point, I'm going to have to. Yeah, um, the money's not going to last forever. Um, and yeah, I have to look at my options to get closer to that. I'm thinking of things like whether I can do contract work. Yeah, so you've got remote kind of working yeah, and do whatever you want to do. With do it, that sort of stuff. Or still train a lot and work around yeah, it. Yeah, or, or you know, do a couple of months work, a couple of months training. Yep. So, uh, so what made you want to do Epic Camp then? 
Uh, well, I did Epic Italy. Oh, okay, I didn't realise yeah. you did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was on Epic Italy sick all week. And, yeah, are uh, we? Struggled through, but I managed to get the minimums in that time. Um, I think the thing that made me want to do Epic first time round anyway was just kind of a real test challenge um, and, you know, the, the chance to really push yourself with others. So, you know, there's the website, the blogs, and you podcasted last yeah, year in New Zealand yeah. and that sort of thing, and I listened to those. Um, and it kind of kind of sounded good. Yeah. <laughs> a good, good idea to try and see just how far I could go. Um, John's ready, girls. Uh, John's, John's, we've been professional here, mate. <laughs> Keep going, Rust. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, so I did Italy, uh, and like I said, I was sick, but I still loved it. Yeah. I, I managed to get through, get the minimums in. And I remember saying to John on the way back to the airport at Italy, yeah, I'm going to come to New Zealand then. Wow. Uh, so pretty much you know, as soon as he sent out it's sort of, uh, the, the request people were interested, I was signed up. Um, yeah, and been kind of looking forward to it since. So uh, how are you finding this camp in comparison to Italy? Um, not being ill has helped a lot. Oh, of course. And being fitter has yeah, helped. Yeah, because you've been training better. Yeah. Um, so first three days went really well for me. Um, and I was feeling good all three days. Yeah. Uh, Which is good because really. they're the real big days, weren't Yeah. yeah. Um, then it's kind of, I've had my peak, I think, and I've been going down a bit. Yeah. Um, but even so, it's still far better than I remember Italy being in terms of just recovery and that. Um, I mean, the thing is, in the end, by, by the end of the week, everyone is kind of fatigued yeah, and kind of, kind of bit of out of it and, yeah. and jaded. And, you, you know, you don't want to get on the bike really for 90k, except you're going to have to. Yeah. So you do. Um and you still manage to... That's <laughs> Douglas being an idiot. <laughs> um, so, and you still manage to somehow go and do a, you know, a race or whatever in the middle of the camp, yeah. whatever it is. And, and it's and, amazing how you can quickly fire up when yeah, something's Yeah, there, totally, right? yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that, so, so that's... So, so I've still been able to push myself, and I've certainly done more this camp than I did last time. My, my goal coming into the camp was to do all the minimums, but this time tack on extra, which I've done. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. Um, but yeah, it's. What do you get out of it? You know, both physically and mentally. What do you get out of? Um, physically, you get completely knackered and then spend a couple of weeks recovering. Yeah. But I think afterwards, I mean, I think one of the things you find is when you look at your. I'm training with a power meter yeah. uh, on my bike. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. And, and well, that'd so, be interesting to look at. Then, eh? So yeah, it's when you look at the power you're you're putting out at any given time. It does go down over the week a bit. Yeah. But what you notice is well, sometimes on those rides there's, there's times when you're desperately hanging on in the bunch because you yeah. don't want to get blown off the no, back on your own yeah Chris is leaving uh, we're all holding on <laughs> yeah. and, and you get little surges in that but what you look at you see your power there and you realise that the sort of power you're riding in an Ironman or half Ironman you're doing this five days into a camp after 800 kilometres of riding really so you're and maintaining real high level is, well, yeah pretty high, decent, decent solid power uh, and it kind of makes you realise that actually you probably can do that in a race yep. more easily than you think. Mm. So I think mentally it does teach you that you can push through more than you think. Yep. Um, and I think physically you also kind of, it gives you that boost of, you know, you, you do some really hard training here. Yeah. Um, you get pushed along. I mean, I, I say do 30 hours a week on the Gold Coast, but... Yep. I won't do as much intensity in my riding necessarily as here. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I get one or two yeah. rides where I get that. Yeah, like you may do those hours, but you kind of prod along at times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas here, you have hardly any time we just take yeah. it easy, do you? Hey, uh, so today we had a bit of a crash. There's a bit of carnage on Epic Camp. <laughs> and uh, do you want to tell the story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Dave as well, who also joined us. Um, well, where was it? It was, we just turned to the bit off the main highway for the. For the Towards St. Oz? 
towards yeah, uh, and we're going up a little climb. You get out your saddle, your wheel comes back about. I feel this in. bump. I'm like, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking, there, thinking, oh, wheels turn back. Got to go right or left. I move my wheel right. Then just my mind goes left. I start moving left. I hit your wheel, turns, and I'm on my side. Oh, Fortunately, yeah. it's quite low speed. Yeah, lucky we were good. kind of going slightly up, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I bruised some ribs, which is a. Bit sore now, uh, and then um, lucky didn't damage your bike. Was, yeah, yeah like, then oh. then Dave was uh, behind me, and uh, he kind of did a forward roll over the top, and, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow his rear wheel uh, hit Tara and took her watch off. Yeah, that's weird. Eh? <laughs> yeah. She never like, we, we, about three hours later. We said, like, "Who's watching this?" And it was Tara's watch, and she hadn't even realised she'd lost her watch, and. Well, yeah, she didn't even come down. She'd just been reading past and oh, wow. just brushed it and somehow ripped that off. Yeah, was that right? But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a bit of fun. Um, and I was actually glad when we got to uh, the lake when the run became just a run and yeah, not a race. Yeah, not a race. <laughs> there was no way I was going to be racing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it gets a bit like that now, all right? So tomorrow we've got our last triathlon. Are you going to try to make that? <laughs> we'll see what I feel like in yeah. the morning. I'm, I'm going to try and survive it at the very least. Um, yeah. So, uh, we'll see. <laughs> What do you do next? Once you've what, are you stay in New Zealand for a bit, or uh, no? I'm actually pretty much straight back to the Gold Coast. Okay, so you're uh, based in the Gold Coast. Yeah, I'm staying there at the moment. Um, I'm going to take you know a really easy week, swim a bit, and go do some yoga, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, not not get on a bike for a week, which uh, I'm actually looking forward to now. Yeah, do you enjoy the downtime? <laughs> yeah, I do at times. I mean, I think it's the thing is, it's it's over. Uh, 1200 kilometres we've done this week on the yeah, bike it's a and after bike, that yeah. it, it's, it's apart from everything else uh, uh, it's pretty sore getting on the bike yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and certain bits eh? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah I kind of I kind of enjoy some downtime the only thing is when all you do is train yep. downtime's a bit kind of yeah, yeah, it's weird like, it? you, yeah. yeah you've got a whole day ahead of you yeah yeah um, so, so, but you have to. You, you've got no choice. If you try and train for it, you just screw yourself over. Yeah. Um, so yeah, be that. And then I'm training with another epic camper, Toby Radcliffe. In a, oh, yeah, 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 in a few weeks' time, I'm going down to Melbourne, staying with so him. So he's going to Australia as well, is he? Yeah, he's down in Geelong. Um, oh, okay. Down on the the south Hello, Toby. Coast. I'm sure he's listening. Okay. <laughs> uh, See, so yeah, I'm going down and training with him for a week. Oh, um, wow. And then it's kind of back to the Gold Coast for the last few weeks before uh, I'm in Australia. Bring it on. How good luck in Australia. Cheers. You know, what, what do you want to do? Um, I'm not sure. Hawaii slot. I haven't okay. got that yet. Okay, so, so I want to get the Hawaii slot. That's okay. the main thing. Um, not sure on time. It's always hard to say. I'd like to get a similar time to Western Australia. Okay. It's a tougher course. Yep. So if we can do that. And if definitely. you did that, what age group are you in? Uh, 30 to 34. Okay, yeah. If you did that, you're pretty, pretty yeah. you're most likely to get those slot, aren't you? How many slots do they have in your age group? Uh, eight in Australia. In, in Australia. They only have three in Western Australia. So uh, yeah, Western Australia pretty much going to win your age group, really. Most yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, uh, good luck with that, eh? Cheers. Hopefully you get to Kona and hopefully right. you get because good recovery next week and hopefully <laughs> you can button try tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, mate. No worries. Cool, thanks. Cheers. So tomorrow we pretty much have an, an easier day. Uh, high intensity day. High intensity. And we're done by lunchtime. It's sort of it's a kind bit of cool. Of a way. So we'll have a few swim events in the morning, traditional 400 IM, 200 kick, and we'll probably have a sprint event as well. And then uh, we'll toodle off to Rabbit Island. <laughs> but did you? <laughs> 
apparently there was a shark sighting out there this morning and they oh, evacu- really? <laughs> evacuated the beach. But don't go and tell anybody because okay. we don't want people getting scared. <laughs> well, if but someone sh- dies and, and you'll be liable now. Sharks don't, I've never heard of a shark attack in New Zealand. Ever. <laughs> it's always a first. It's always a first. <laughs> always a first on Epic. So we're going to go out to place called Rabbit Island. It's a, a beach. Triathlon. It's obviously a beach. It's a beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do probably about an Olympic distance triathlon. So probably be about a 1500 swim. It's going to be 40k. Nice 40k. Oh, so ride. you're not going to make it 60? No, it's going to. I've, I've measured. It's about 42. Great. And, I'm do that. Yeah. And then about a nine to 10k run. Great. And then uh, spin back. And then you're going to race? I'm hoping to. If not, we may. I may enter a team. I'll do the swim and the run, and I'll have a Get team Dave's cyclist. Bike yes, I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I, I want a bike, um, and I'll just see. I think a day's rest, you know, hopefully, might do the trick. So, uh, and then we sort of wrap up, and we pack up in the afternoon, and then we kick back and uh, have a big buffet barbecue dinner and a few drinks. What's happening about me getting home? You're coming home in the van. So oh, right? I'm, I'm got room yeah. in the van for me. Yeah, in the trailer. Gold. Your little leather, 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 leather suit. And we'll as long as I can lie down, <laughs> I'll be happy. Good. <laughs> um, I've, I've got this bloody sore foot in yeah, this camp. That, that looks nasty. I've, I've basically, if you think of your little toe, you've one right to the end. I've lost all the inside skin of it, and uh, quite a thick layer. And so it's always rubbing against the inside. So I'm in so, so much pain when I'm in my shoes. Lose, where'd you lose that? Well, I think what happened was I got a blister. That one there. See the blister? I got oh, that when nice. I was doing aerobics earlier in the week. And so I put band aids on. And I and think because rubbed. my yeah, and they rubbed and it's taking my mm, so poor me. Poor Bevan. Everybody's feeling sorry for you, especially when you're climbing up hills. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Chris and I were caning it today. We didn't have KOM today. No, but I think it was. In, I think there was a fairly informal KOM, wasn't there? Oh no, we just rode together. We didn't like a ticket yet. Yeah. No. It looked like there were some people pushing it, pushing it up the climbs. Oh no, Chris and I rode really strong together, but we didn't like try to drop anyone each other. Marilyn um, oh. McDonald's riding real strong at the moment. Coming on strong. Oh man, she was strong today. Mm-hmm. She was. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm not as fit as what I was last year because uh, last year, you know, when it was getting quite aggressive, I'd always try to get up to the front, try to do some work. Unless it was a hill, because I always yeah. set myself for the hill. But this year. Like, when I was pulling through a day, I wasn't pulling through much. I just don't have that. You did a little bit of a start there, I thought. Yeah, only because I felt... You, you did it yesterday, I thought it was... Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I should probably say that today. Do that today, so I kind of did a little bit of a start. Pace going. My fire kicker blew when I sat at the back for a few <laughs> Anyway, we've got one more show tomorrow, and then uh, camp's done. Or are we going to do one tomorrow? Yeah, we probably... Yeah, no, we'll do one tomorrow, yep. 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 Cool. Um, Iron Russ. I'm in it. Train hard. Trace smart. Kia kaha. Kia kaha.